We're going to be looking at a documentary based on a best-selling book called The Bible on Earth and exploring the field of biblical archaeology. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Rabbi Reacts. We're going through the documentary, The Bible Unearthed, exploring archaeology in the Bible, and especially very popular and well-known claims that, that say archaeological evidence proves the Bible isn't true. Or it's the, By the Bible, I mean the, the Old Testament, the five books of Moshe, what we call in Judaism the Torah. One particular argument they're making, and again, what they're trying to say is this. Generally speaking, if you look at the Torah, you'll see there's things in there that, that weren't true at the time they're supposed to be in there. So if Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, these generations live somewhere, let's say around the 18th to 15th centuries BCE, something like that, the details they talk about weren't true of that age. They were only true of a much later age, let's say 8th or 7th century BCE. And therefore, it's clearly being written by an author sitting around in the 8th or 7th century BCE, and ancient authors didn't know details of that. They knew the broad strokes of their history. They didn't know the details. So they would look at the details around them and project them backwards. And what we've already shown is a number of these claims are actually not true. So now I'm going to bring an example of an argument they bring in the book, which is not in the documentary. They talk about Edom, ancient Edom. Who is Edom? The Torah talks about Edom. It says there's two twin brothers, Yaakov, Jacob, and Esau, Esau. And they, they rival each other, and Jacob becomes Israel, and his brother Esau becomes Edom. And here's the quote I'm going to quote from the, from the book. The biblical stories of the two brothers, Jacob and Esau, provide an even clearer case of 7th century perceptions presented in ancient costume. And it goes through the stories of, of Jacob and Esau in, in Genesis 27 and Genesis 20, 25. And then it says the following, but Edom... Right, the descendant of Esau, did not exist as a distinct political entity until a relatively late period. From the Assyrian sources, we know that there were no real kings and no state in Edom before the late 8th century BCE. Edom appears in, this, in the ancient records as a distinct entity only after the conquest of the region by Assyria. And it became a serious rival to Judah, only with the beginning of the lucrative Arabian trades. And so he goes on and says, really, it can't be therefore before the 8th century, probably more like 6th or 5th century. Except, and this is not the fault of the book or the documentary, but it's really worth thinking about. The old adage of, I think it was a great um, Kenneth Kitchen, who said in archaeology, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. The fact you haven't found something doesn't mean it isn't there. You just might not have found it. And we gave an example in a previous episode about King David. In 1968, many of these minimalist scholars said, hey, we've never found a reference to King David. He couldn't have existed. And in 1993, we found him. So now we agree he existed. Well, guess what? Exactly the same is true of Edom. Now this you can actually Google. Look up Erez Ben Yosef. Erez, E-R-E-Z, Ben, B-E-N, Yosef, Y-O-S-E-F. He's a big archaeologist in Tel Aviv University in the bastion of the world that's dominated by Israel Finkelstein and the minimalists. And he's been doing a huge amount of digging in the area of southern Israel on the border with Jordan, where ancient Edom would have been. And they found these copper mines in the Timna Valley actually thousands upon thousands of mine shafts, as many as 10,000 dug within a century. And that is a huge amount of mining, which means a huge empire 
being able to marshal an enormous labor force, a very sophisticated technology, able to dig shaft after shaft, and that's people who are not farming their land. And that requires an even more vast uh, amount of farmers uh, who have to be able to use their agricultural surplus as tax to feed all this workforce. You need a bureaucracy to range all of this. You need to have the power to enforce it. You're talking about an enormous king, if not empire, dating to at least the 11th century BCE. That is about four or 500 years earlier than Finkelstein thought they were there. Now, not criticizing him, this happens in archaeology. And of course, it's now been identified with ancient Edom, which means we now know ancient Edom definitely existed as an enormous empire, at least within a century or two of when the Torah is written, and in all likelihood therefore existed quite a long time before then. Had they not dug those copper mines, we just wouldn't know they existed. But once again, an assumption of, we haven't yet found them. They're now, oh, we've seen a reference in Assyria in the 8th century. That must be when they existed. They built fortifications in the 7th century. That must be when they existed. It's not true. We now know there are much, much more ancient people and very consonant with and resonant with exactly what the Bible is talking about. Now, Ben Yosef has actually published a lot of uh, high-level academic articles on this. But the good news is he's also put a lot of uh, stuff in, the, in regular media. And you can just, like I say, Google him or Google... Um, Biblical Edom or Edomite copper mines, any of these sorts of things, and you'll see for yourself plenty of interesting articles on this topic, where once again, the more recent archaeology now seems to be really lining up with the Torah's story. And once again, telling us that in all probability, this is now beginning to look more and more at exactly the sort of time we would expect it to be, and the Torah texts are looking more and more accurate. In the next episode, we're going to look back at a little line that's made in the documentary where they kind of just dismiss evidence for the accuracy of Torah going back into the ancestral period. We're going to be looking at the times of Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Jacob, all the way down to Yosef, Joseph and the brothers, and see that there's actually really strong evidence for the accuracy of the details of these stories. The tablets contain a story similar to that of Sarah. You can do the following thought experiment. But here's the interesting thing that we now know archaeologically. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for watching. If you enjoyed what you saw, please click on the like and subscribe and hit the notification button below. Thanks so much.